0: Hello and welcome to the Horizon Church podcast. We exist to see lives transformed through Jesus and are located in the heart of Surrey, BC, Canada. To find out more, visit us at horizonchurch.ca. We hope this message blesses and inspires you.
1: Moments in the presence of the Lord. So important. Uh, Not just a Sunday thing, but a everyday thing. The beautiful thing is that Jesus has made it possible to have moments like that, not just one day a week. So let's continue to talk about prayer. Uh, Things happen when we pray. Everything doesn't always go the way I want it when, when, when I pray. Anybody else? So what's going on? We started off talking with Pastor Frank DiMaggio talking about having a word, a mighty prayer word for 2022, a word of possibility. We've had lots of other words in the last two years. Probably some we shouldn't say in public. But to have a possibility in our spirit that God is more than able, that God is above all, he's over all, he's in all, he sees it all, Have a word of possibility. No matter what the enemy is doing, be enamored by what God is actually doing. And then I talked about the two paths that are in front of every one of us. The Bible talks about in John 10 and 10 that there's a thief who has come only to steal, to kill, and to destroy. The enemy, the devil, the devil, the one who hates you more than anybody else. Stealing, killing, and destroying. Wants to steal everything that God's given you. Wants to kill the life in you. Wants to destroy every hope, purpose, and dream that God's placed on your life. But Jesus said, I have come that you might have life and have it to the full. And how we live and operate and move determines which path that we go. Do we follow Jesus or do we follow this enemy? So we need to hear God to know what to do. We need to hear God so I stay on the path of what God has for my life and don't waste time and and energy in other kinds of spaces and places. And then uh, two weeks ago, Pastor Daniel talked about weeds that can rise up and choke the word of God that God gave to you. And he talked about four, unbelief, sin, fear, and just having hurry. And the one that he didn't get to was really good too. It was a weed of disappointment. And so those things can come and Choke out what God spoke to you. So it's very important that we stay listening to the Lord. Let him weed the garden of our heart and keep moving on to what God has for us. And another agricultural analogy I talked about, abiding in Jesus, like the branch abiding in the vine, abiding in Jesus that as, the, as we uh, surrender to Jesus, his life flows in us and through us in a powerful, powerful way and enables us to live As we yield to Jesus, we become more like Jesus. And we're going to continue today talking about the prayer that changes everything. The prayer that changes everything. There's a very brief part of Jesus' model prayer in Luke 11 that many give little thought to. It says this, give us each day, someone say each day, each day day, our daily bread. There's lots that you could say in that. There's a prayer, it's an asking prayer, it's a regular prayer. It's it's a prayer for the the, the very es- the needs of our life, not just the, you know, change the world prayers, but Lord, I need something prayer. Is Jesus really saying that daily that bread is all you need to pray for? No, obviously not. Remember this is just a simple tool that Jesus gave his disciples cuz they had asked him they they said, "Lord, teach us to pray." They had watched Jesus and they liked what they saw. I don't know if it's because the, the spirit that he prayed into, a way, uh, it, was it because the power that, ha- that seemed to come into the room when he prayed? Was it because of the results? It doesn't really say that just as they watched Jesus, they said, Lord, teach us to pray. And he's the one that models and shows the way for prayer. There are many things we should be asking for. Wow, it's really raining right now. The expectation of Jesus is that we should ask. Someone say, ask. ask. Let's say that together. Ask. You got to get the K on there. Ask. Ask ask, Jesus said. Let me pray. Lord Jesus, I pray that you would open our ears to hear, our eyes to see, and our hearts to understand, and our hands to obey you, to follow you, and our feet to go where you would call us as we hear your word today. In Jesus' name, amen. When our kids were little, uh, they would ask for things. And I used to tell them when they were very little, I said, don't ask me. I know what you need. And after a while, I thought, ah, I didn't like that. was, it? And I was trying to show them that it's just good to be contented with what you have. Be thankful for what you have. And don't bother asking. Just what, what you get is, the, is what I can give. But I realized something, and I was so convicted one day, not in reading my Bible, but in reading a newspaper article where this man was talking about just an article. Uh, He's a logger up in Port McNeil by the name of Bruce. I can't remember his last name anymore. And he said, what if you just said yes as much as possible to your kids? What if you just said yes as much as possible? And, And the Holy Spirit convicted me in that moment. And, and addressed me to say, Craig, you're, you're limiting by that, you're limiting and modeling a lack of faith and belief that I would do more than you could think or imagine, more than you see available to you right now. The Lord convicted me on, on the small-mindedness of that, of not having an ask in my spirit. It's okay to be contented. It's great to be thankful. It's, it's, it's important that you do that, but it can't steal from us the willingness to ask and ask boldly. And I think sometimes we approach God. He's got all those things that he's got going on in the universe and, and I'm not sure if I could bother with him with this or maybe I shouldn't ask. I'm not sure. Or we, we asked once and it didn't happen the way that we thought it would and all kinds of things. And we, we stop asking. And some might just say, well, prayer is just about relationship and it is an important part of it. In fact, Jesus begins his model prayer. He says, our father who is in heaven, hallowed be your name. And it starts from and it flows through relationship. That's why we need to hear God. That's why we need to have moments of worship. That's why we need to connect with God. And then Jesus goes on from that and it's ask after ask after ask. And scripture all through scripture Jesus told his followers to pray to the Father. He said this in the Lord's prayer, "Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven." He wouldn't want you to waste your time asking for something like that if he didn't intend for you to an- or intend to answer it. Your will, your way, your kingdom come into the world right now, Lord Jesus. In other words, I'm going to boldly ask for what I don't see right now. More than my ability, more than my provision, more than the courage I have right now, more than the faith I have in this moment, I'm going to ask. Because we see the craziness of our world right now. We see all kinds of hatred. We see rampant immorality. We see the devaluing of life where now we, uh, we roll people off as they get older and uh, Say you're not really offering us a lot anymore, so now we have euthanasia available for you, the right to die. We discard unwanted children, rampant immorality in so many places, churches that are cold, cities that desperately need God, more people dying from drug overdose in the last year than in, in the year before, which was high, and the year before that. Some want to just batten down the hatches and survive in the sweet by and by. Oh, Lord Jesus, the chariot come and rescue us out of this. And Jesus will come when Jesus comes. I I absolutely believe Jesus will come when he's planning to come. And until then, until then, there needs to be an ask in my spirit. Until then, I need to occupy until he comes. I need to be one who has a, a yes in my spirit, an ask in my spirit, a possibility in my spirit that the agenda of my life is not set by what's going on around me. I am not. I can't move into that space of thinking, well, the best days are back there. I, can, I wish I could go back to what was. What do we do? Pastor Jack Hayford talks about a time when he was looking at the cultural chaos of a few decades ago, and Jesus spoke to him about perspective, and this word is still relevant today, and I quote him now, says, This is what he felt like the Lord was saying. This evil is not mere cultural happenstance. It is a blitzkrieg. That's a fast war. It is a blitzkrieg from the darkness, a frontal attack of calculated and evil dimensions, plotted by the adversary of God, humanity, and all that's good, and being advanced by a cunning demonic horde who can only be blocked one way prayer. Did you get that? A frontal attack of calculated, As Jack is, he's very verbose. A frontal attack of calculated and evil dimensions plotted by the adversary of God, humanity, and all that is good and being advanced by cunning demonic hordes who can only be blocked by one-way prayer. Call people to pray, teach them to counterattack, unveil my word to them so that by calling on me... Through the grace I will give them, they invoke the power of my son that he, and they invoke the name of my son and they will unleash my power. Not step back, not hide, not give up, not run away from, not, not talk about, but prayer. Because here's the thing. The disciples said, teach us to pray. So Jesus told them about the power of asking. He said this. He said, ask, seek, knock. John uh, McGuire, in humility Humility of God, said this, Jesus told them to ask, seek, and knock, and the model prayer that he taught them was a series of petitions. It is quite unmistakably a prayer of asking. In the teaching of Jesus, then, the primary meaning of prayer is asking. In the modern situation, we may find that embarrassing because we want to have it all up to us and by us, but I do not think we can get away from it, end quote. But here's the thing. God delights to answer your prayer. He's not doing it reluctantly. He's not doing it under obligation. He's not doing it because, well, you... No, he delights. Matthew 7 and 11. If you then who are evil know how to give good gifts to your children, and by saying evil, he's saying... Compared to God, all of us are in that space. But if you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more, how much more will your Father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask him? God delights in giving amazing gifts. He's not reluctant. He's not saying like I was, hey, don't bother asking me. He's saying, ask. James 1 and 17 says every good gift and every perfect gift is from above. above." It's easy to ask when you recognize where it all came from. But sometimes I'm not asking because I think it's up to me. And because I had the right moment when I invested in the right thing, I bought that house at the right time, I was smart enough to get that job or whatever it is. But every good gift, every perfect gift comes down from the Father above. And so when I'm asking, I am simply recognizing up to this point, it's only Jesus. Up to this point, it's only because God is on my side. I was reading this uh, week with uh, both with our council and with our staff. Psalm 124. If the Lord had not been on my side, the enemy would have done this and this and this. And it's so easy to ask when we remind ourselves everything that I have that's good in my life came from Jesus. 2 Corinthians 2.10 says, for no matter how many promises God has made, they are yes in Christ. Not Maybe. When God makes a promise, he says, yes. When God says, I will do it, it is yes. And sometimes we're like, maybe, not sure, but if God said it, it's yes in Christ, because in Jesus is how I have access. In Jesus, I am a son. In Jesus, you are a daughter or a son. And because of my relationship with Jesus, I stand in, in Jesus, and I look to the Father, and he's one who says, I'm going to give you every good and perfect gift. James 4 and 2, we do not have because, or you do not have because you do not ask. I read that this week and I was like, "Hmm. How many things am I missing out on in my life because I don't ask?" And then he goes on to say, "But when you and even when you do ask, you ask with wrong motives so you can spend it on yourselves. How many things are simply where they are because I haven't asked?" Hmm. I love it when the Bible does that. But asking, we have an advantage. See, John R. Rice in his book, Asking and Receiving, says this, The world expects to get things solely by work or scheming or planning or on accident. That's how the world lives. But God's children are taught that they get things by asking. And that the reason we do not have is because we do not ask so we can have an advantage over everybody around us because we ask a father who every promise that he has made is yes because when we ask something happens prayer enables us to get through. Prayer enables us to access a strength that's not our own. Prayer enables us to stretch beyond where we are. Prayer enables us to do more than our natural ability. Prayer enables you to go beyond your background. Prayer enables you to go beyond what people have said about you. Prayer enables you to take a step into another dimension because prayer opens things that right now might be closed. Ask, seek, and knock. Jesus said this in First. Or, Jesus said this to John in 1 John 5 and 14 and 15. This is the confidence that we have when we have have in approaching God. Everybody say confidence. 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 Not coming reluctantly. I'm not coming ashamed. I'm not coming with fear. This is the confidence we have in approaching God. That if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have what we asked of him. That's stretching. From what Jesus said about prayer there, it might appear, appear then that prayer is just a blank check from God. Unfortunately, some have treated God's promises this way, and it's confused and hurt many people. Because there's a there are boundaries around prayer as well. See, we know... We have or we've prayed with others that have or we know people that have that have prayed and prayed fervently and they didn't get the job or their friend did die of cancer or they didn't give birth to that child or they ended up in a car crash that left them disabled and we can't live in a space where we say prayer doesn't work because I got what I wanted and they got and they didn't. There are boundaries in asking. Boundary number one, it must honor God. In the Lord's prayers, the disciples are told to pray, Father, hallowed be your name. God will not respond to requests that diminish his glory. You say, well, how do I know? Only God knows exactly when we ask. Boundary number two, it must align with God's will. It is in the Lord's prayer, Jesus instructed his disciples to pray, your will be done. God is building his kingdom on earth and he's advancing things, but sometimes his will is different than yours. Sometimes his will is different than yours. And there are spaces and times where there's mystery that we don't understand on this side of heaven. That when we get there, we might have and say, "Lord, what was that about? There are times when we have to trust God that he knows why he didn't answer the prayer that we prayed the way that he did pray, the way that we prayed it. This is where we must lean into our father, that God knows what he's doing and why he's doing it. He's a good father. And so when he does what he does, he answers what is best. In, in uh, Paul in 2 Corinthians 12 said, he had prayed, Lord, Take the, he had a, it's called a thorn in the flesh and the Bible defines it as a messenger from Satan was buffeting him. And so some, somehow, whatever that looked like, it was bothering him a lot. And he said, Lord, please take this from me. And he asked like three times. And the Lord said, no, my grace is sufficient for you because my power is showing up in your weakness. So for whatever reason, God said no, but because sometimes God knows better than us. Always, God knows better than us. But sometimes, though we we haven't actually heard or asked God what His will is, and we say, "Oh, I guess it's not God's will." But sometimes we just need to ask, "Lord, what's we're trying and we're praying in something?" Lord, is this something you're opening that I need to pray open, or is this something that you're closing that I need to move to something else? Sometimes we mistake delay for no. We need to hear God. Because so that's boundary number three. It must align with God's timing. A number of years ago when we were moving from Courtney, um, we had to sell our house by the end of December, and that's when the paycheck ran out. whole long story behind that. But we were uh, traveling in the South Pacific on a mission uh, trip with the whole family. We were there. And... Uh, The house needed to sell by the end of December. We had put it in on the market in August and had literally, I don't think, had anybody come to it. Uh, Those were the days when people took time to look at houses. Don't buy them without even seeing them. We had waited and we waited and we waited. Finally, we just took it off the market. We were like, ah, I don't know what we're going to do. And we just kept praying into it. We're thousands of miles away from our house. And uh, I think in late November our friend, our realtor friend emailed us and said, I was in my office the other day and I overheard someone saying that they were looking for a house, but the deal had fallen through for their client. They couldn't find anything. Would you mind if I showed them your house? No, we wouldn't mind at all. So they came back, they looked at it and they came. And I think this by now, it was the first week of December. They liked the house, everything like that, but there's one one problem. We're like, what is that? They want it before Christmas. Oh, okay. That's not a problem for us because seven days after Christmas, six days after Christmas, the money starts, stops flowing in to pay the mortgage. Sometimes God has a timing thing because earlier, if you had asked me in October, I'm like, God has an answer. But God has timing for many, many things that we don't understand it might be we're not quite be ready for something. He, he might want to get our attention off of what we think is important onto something that's really important. It, he might say you're not quite ready for that right now. Sometimes when a kid is asking for a motorbike and all they can ride is a tricycle, they might get the answer, but it is not happening right now. So that's a boundary that we have to do. Okay, Craig, prayer is important, but if God is sovereign, then why is it necessary to ask? And that's the power of partnership. See, the answer is connected to how God has worked from the beginning of time, starting throughout uh, in with Adam, and even throughout the Bible, we see that God has chosen to limit Himself to partnering with humanity in the advancement of His kingdom. And you see that in Genesis one and twenty-six. Then God said, "Let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness, and let them rule over the fish and the sea of the seas." And the birds of the air, over the livestock, over all the earth, and over all the creatures that move along the go- on along the ground. Adam and Eve were chosen to represent God in that moment, and as are all people after that. Though God is sovereign and all powerful, He chooses chooses to limit Himself to working with humanity. He invites us to be in partnership with Him. There's this scripture that you, if you grow up in church, or you. 2 Chronicles 7 and 14, if my people, everybody say if. If. my people, and then there's a whole list of things that we do, then I will forgive their sins, heal their land. There's something else that's escaping me right now. But the if and the then, we have our part in prayer, and then God moves. We ask, and he acts. God's will, Jack Hayford again said this, He has indicated his desire to release his power in our world when we request it from his throne. He has indicated his desire to release his power in our world when we request it from his throne. It's not a question of his willingness to release. It's often a question of our willingness to request and we're in partnership with God. Think of the story of Elijah in 1 Kings 17 and 18. He was an ancient prophet, uh, thousands, two or th- about 2,000 years before Jesus. And God asked him, the people had fallen away from God. They were rebelling against God. They were worshiping idols and all kinds of stuff. And so God said, Elijah, I want you to pray that it won't rain. And it, he prayed and it stopped raining for three and a half years. And then he says, okay, the people are willing there's been, uh, there's this confrontation between uh, well, the priests of the idols and the priest of God or the prophet of God. They, they, there's this power encounter. God shows up in a powerful way and the people repent and turn back to God. And then God says to Elijah, I want you to go and pray that the rain will come back. And Elijah goes up on a mountain and he prays once, twice, three times, four times, five times, six times, seven times. And then finally a small cloud appears and it begins to rain. God said, here's my will, and Elijah prayed it in. Partnership. It required Elijah's partnership in prayer to release God's will here on earth. And it says this, notice what it says in James 5, Elijah was a human being, even as we are. He prayed earnestly that it would not rain, and it did not rain on the land for three and a half years. Again, he prayed, and the heavens gave rain, and the earth produced its crops. Elijah was a human being, as we are. It's not there by accident. It's there to remind us that he's not that different from you and I. He just stepped into alignment with what God had said and began to pray it in. Did he ever sin? Yep. Was he ever discouraged? Yes. Did he ever want to quit? Yes. The Bible says yes to all of that. But he prayed and God moved. And the same thing can happen to you. We are in partnership with a God who wants us to ask who desires to give good gifts, and that's how he moves. So there's the power of asking, there's the power of uh, partnership, and then there's the power of persevering. I don't know about you, but one thing I've discovered, it's easy to start almost anything. (laughs) Going to the gym, easy to start. Eating healthily, easy to start. It's easier if you don't have another bag of chips in your as well. I'll just point that out for myself. It's easy to start anything, but it's more difficult to keep going. And there we come to the final one, the power of persevering. Matthew 7 and 7, Jesus said, just ask and it will be given to you. Seek after it and you will be filled. You will find it, sorry. Continue to knock and the door will be open for you. All who ask, receive. Those who seek, find, receive. What they seek, and he who knocks will have the door open. Ask, receive, seek, find, knock, open. Ask, ask. Ask for what you need. Ask for what you're not even aware of. If it's okay to want it, it's okay to ask for it. Ask. Ask for. Lord, I need resources to serve others better. I need a better job, Lord Jesus, so that I can be a bigger giver to help more people. Lord, I ask you for deliverance in my life, Lord. I ask you to break me out of this situation that I'm in. Lord, I'm ask, i asking for salvation. And these words have ask and keep on asking. Knock and keep on knocking. Seek and keep on seeking. In other words, you may ask once, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13. And then... Keep on asking. And then you're like, but I have another thing. He's like, ask again. Ask for something else. Be brave. Be bold. Ask. I'm partnering with you. Keep persevering in it. Seeking for lost things. You can pray for something you've misplaced. I have to do that all the time. Oh, gosh. Lord, help me find my keys. He said, now I have a system because I keep them. Where are they? Oh, they're in my jacket right there. I have keys, wallet, phone, like they're all there. That's the wisdom from the Lord. I think he's like, we got too many angels on this, Craig. Here, I'm going to give you a way to help you right now. How about you're seeking for a restoration of your strength? How about you're seeking for lost people to find their way to God? How about you're seeking for your sons and daughters to know Jesus? How about you're seeking? You you see what I'm saying? How about you're knocking for new opportunities? How about you're knocking for things that have been closed to you to be open to you? How about you're Ask, seek, knock. I'm asking because there's power in asking. I'm going to, I'm asking not only because I am a good asker, but but that God is partnering with me to see his kingdom come and his will be done. And not only that, I'm going to keep persevering through to see what God would do. Ask and keep on asking. Seek and keep on seeking. Knock and keep on knocking. John R. Rice said this: Instead of yielding to fatalism, hear the call, and this is the call: Keep praying even when tough stuff happens, because the truth, larger than the problem, is that God's power can transform any mess that He's invited into. Yes. Anybody think of some messes that need to see God invade right now? Physical things, emotional things, spiritual things. Our nation, our city our church, our lives, our families. Lord, get involved, we invite you into our messes. He's not just the God up there, he's the God inside of us and he's the God with us. The power of asking, the power of partnership. Emma, if you wanna make your way up here, Some things will not move unless we pray. Some things will not change unless we pray. Some things will not shift unless we pray. Some people will not respond unless we pray. Some people will not find their space unless we pray. Some things will not move in our nation unless we pray. Revival will not come unless we pray. Sometimes healing doesn't happen until we pray. But there's been stories of it happening all over the place. And I asked Emma, she's over all our prayer uh, stuff happening here at Horizon. Everybody wave at Emma if you're online. Say hi to Emma. And well, before she gets going, because she's going to get going in a moment. Every Tuesday night at 7 o'clock, you can join our prayer time. One of the best ways to pray, pray and learn how to pray, guess what? Get around people who pray. Yeah, yeah, there's not a there's not a membership. Well, if you can pray for 17 minutes without stopping, then you can come. No. Just want to learn how to pray more and be a part of seeing what God's doing every Tuesday night at seven. And you're like, how? But I live way up in Vanderhoof. Prayer at HorizonChurch.ca, and we will zoom you in. Yeah. If you're in Surrey and you're like, man, I just got the kids to bed prayer at horizonchurch.ca. Emma will send you the link and we'll zoom you in. Even if you're late, we'll still let you in. Even if you could only come for 10 minutes, we'll let you in. And then there's prayer every Sunday morning at 9.30 in person right here in this building from 9.30 to 9.45. And if you want to learn how to pray, get around people who pray. And then, if you just want prayer, prayer at horizonchurch.ca. Emma, some good things have been happening they in happen. prayer.
2: Am I? Is this on? It is. It is. You guys Go for it. Can hear me? Awesome. Okay. So, I went through the list from last year, January 21, to this point now, and I made a list of answers, people who had answers to prayer. And some of them are really grouped together because we had a lot of prayer.
1: What was that word? Glooped. Oh, Together. <laughs> Glooped. Okay. Yes, um...
2: (laughs) because of numerous people asking for prayer for the same types of things. So I'm gonna start January. We had two people request prayer for shoulder issues. Someone had it due to a work incident, someone had it due to just having continuous issues with their shoulders. We received praise reports that both of those people were healed. Yeah. Someone who had an ongoing knee issue, again due to injury. That happened just this year. I'm kind of stealing this one from the youth team, but they were healed. Their knee miraculously healed. We had reports of four young people who were dealing with leukemia, two young men. um, Actually, they were all men, but three of them were healed this past year out of the four, and we are contending for the final one. Yeah. Yeah, we are praying, okay. Just one second. Yeah.
1: If we're gonna clap for someone healing from cancer. We got to do that properly. I want to <laughs> let you. <laughs> yes. Don't worry about uh, interrupting Emma. She'll be fine. Yeah, I'll just keep going. Like, like. It just, yeah.
2: Roll, roll. Here we go. Um, a family who, a, a teacher at RCA, their house and their like their condo, it completely burned down. Um, they, there was just such an overwhelming outpouring of blessing from the community when they asked us to pray. And yeah. it came in all different forms of ways that God just supplied supernaturally for them. Um, this is a great one. We constantly get this one, Praying for Favor with ICBC. Like, hey. if you need that one, you if should you're hold in B- on to it. If you're
1: in BC, you know what that's all about. Yeah. In fact, if that's you right now, in all seriousness, if you're dealing with some issues with ICBC, maybe you're online or you're in a room right now, yeah. just put your hand up. hundred percent. Anybody? One there? Yeah. Anybody else? One over here?
2: Yeah.
1: Okay. Sam is going to pray. Yeah. There you go, Here right go. I'm, I'm praying right now. Yeah. Heavenly
2: Father, we thank you for your plan and your purpose for every single one. Yes. Father God, that you give good gifts to your children, that you make a way where there is no way. In the yeah. mighty name of Jesus, we ask for your favor, yeah. your hand of provision over each one that had their hand up this morning, over those ones online. Father God, we thank you that you make a way where there is no way. Amen. Your plan, your yeah. purpose over these situations. Yes. Yeah. We so also, when, yeah.
1: And then when, you, when, it, when the answer comes through, those of you who put your hand up, prayer at horizonchurch.ca and let us know. Yes. Keep going.
2: People having strange and severe allergic reactions, like coming up for no reason, could be like anxiety related due to COVID, things like this. But we had like one particular person who was having these um, crazy allergic reactions, like the EpiPen calling the ambulance, having to go to hospital, the whole entire deal. And all of a sudden, things just started to calm down. We started praying supernaturally. So we just thank you, Lord, for that. This is an awesome one, COVID complications. At the height of hospitalizations, we had like 10 to 15 people on the list that we were praying for, contending for during the week. Every week. um, Just praying, like number one, I really feel like we had a strategy. Lord Jesus, we speak peace that you would calm fear and anxiety in the mighty name of Jesus, that your breath that is in those lungs that you created would flow, that they would be able to draw breath in. And we had such a number, like supernaturally, of people hooked up on ventilators, families called in, these people are not going to make it, that made it. Yeah. That are thriving and alive at home. Yeah. And I just want to say something else about that. It gave people the opportunity to say we are going to pray for you, whoever you are, whether it was an in-house person or someone who knew a friend, someone who knew, like, this person's going into hospital. It gave that person an in yeah. to say, we're praying for That's you. That's right. And then they were healed. And it was, like, just the recognition to be able to say, Jesus did that.
1: Yes, amen. Yeah,
2: absolutely.
1: Yes, yes, yes.
2: Um, we had new families to Canada. They. Isn't it funny how people are like, I'm going to be coming new to Canada. They watch us online. They show up here at church, and then they need prayer. They need a place to live. They need a job. They need a school to send their kids. Real stuff. They ask for prayer. Supernaturally, all of these things come. It came in the form of jobs, of amazing rentals that were close to the school, so they didn't need to get a car right away. Um, Doors opening for education for them to be able to be educated here in Canada, whether that was skills transfer or just amazing new opportunities for them. Um, We also had families believing for housing miracles here in our house, and the Lord provided. We have heard that people have miraculously found the the perfect place. Other comments are, this place is very close to my kid's school. It was a place right next to transit because he knows every single need that we have.
1: See if anybody has that. See, is, any,
2: is anybody like looking for a place?
1: Or that knows someone that is. Or
2: knows someone that's looking for a place We right don't have now. a
1: list right now. We, got, we know somebody yeah. who does, though.
2: Pastor Daniel knows somebody. He knows oh, yeah.
1: somebody. He knows yeah. someone.
2: Yeah.
1: And online, you can do it as well.
2: Absolutely. Okay. And no? so, Father God, we just thank you. We yes. thank you that you see, that you know, that you have already prepared the place for these people that are looking for the place. Every single detail, we claim it in the mighty name of Jesus yes. because you already know that you just make away in the mighty name of Jesus. Okay, pregnancy things. Numerous women with pregnancy complications, whether this is at the beginning of their pregnancy, during their pregnancy, we had women that were on bed rest from like three months to end of term, blood pressure issues, health concerns with baby, health concerns with mom. Um, we had words of, like this one happened at our school here, babies that were not expected to make it to birth. And they were born. Yeah. Yeah. And so we continue to pray and thank the Lord for these little ones and for your parents that He just continues to make a way where there is no way. And then, of course, we have sick little ones, whether that's families in our church or people who know someone, people from the moms group that reach out for prayer. We had little ones that had bacterial infections, that were suffering from seizures, babies that were born with kidney issues, that were healed and given clean bills of health in the mighty name of Jesus. Yeah. And then all the way to, like, elder people needing to transition out of their homes, looking for places needing assisted living. We were praying for a situation with that, and the Lord provided the very best care in the very best place. And I speak from experience. That is my testimony of dealing with my dad of just what are we supposed to do? Like, he can't come live with us. I can't care for him. We don't have a hospital bed. Like, what do we do? And the Lord made a way where there was absolutely no way. We have people praying who ask for healing from blood pressure issues, whether that's high blood pressure, low blood pressure, and they have been healed supernaturally. Yeah, if you are believing for, or you know someone who has a blood pressure issue, Heavenly Father, we just thank you that you just stabilize in the mighty name of Jesus, that you call that low and you call that high and you bring it to exactly where it needs to be in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, we thank you for what you're going to do and what you have done in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, that you just stabilize. Good job, Pastor.
1: Yeah, good. I try to do that. Yeah. wow.
2: Awesome. And thank you for protecting Pastor Craig. All right. People recovering with miraculous speed from surgery. And people who have needed to have surgery, like we all know, we see the news. Mm -hmm. There's wait times for surgery. But miraculously, people getting in for surgery and then recovering. The number of times that we hear... The doctors and nurses were absolutely astonished that, like, I recovered so quickly. So, yeah, absolutely. And then the biggest one, this is the last one on my list because I have mentioned it, I alluded to it before, but people who we had a man send an email to say their co-worker was in extreme, like, it was a life or death situation. They were going into hospital, and they were able to say, I'm going to put you on the prayer list. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put you on the prayer list. And it's a step of faith. Like, how many times do we actually ask? It seems so easy to be like, I'm going to put my friend on the prayer list. But how many times do we ask for ourselves? Or do we actually say, I'm going to put you on the prayer list. I know people that pray. I'm going to believe that Jesus is going to touch your physical body. And so we just pray every single week that boldness and faith Fierceness would come over the church, that it would come over the people of Jesus and that we would say, I'm going to pray for you because that's the first step. Maybe you're not feeling like, I'm super bold. I'm going to lay hands on you and you are going to recover right now in the mighty name of Jesus. But we can say, I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to have people pray for you, which then all of a sudden, after you do that for a couple of times, that boldness does come. And you're able to say, is it okay if I pray for you right now? Is it okay if I'm going to pray for you right now? And you know what? People don't say no. No. Like, of all of the hundreds of times that I've asked someone, can I pray for you? The answer is always yes. Yes. It's always yes. People need Jesus.
1: So partly, stay here. She was looking, I could see, she was like ready to run. Um, Part of the reason why we share stuff like that right now is that the Bible talks about that we overcome by the blood of of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. The kind of the two thoughts that are with that is the blood of the Lamb, that's the work that Jesus does and our testimony of what he is doing right now. That's how we overcome. And so what I wanna do right now If if you need, it could be any of these issues. uh, Maybe you're watching online. Could be something totally random that we don't even know about. Could be an illness in your family. Could be anything. But if we're gonna that we would take and make this a prayer room right now. My house will be called a house of prayer. So we're gonna do that. So if you have any need, need a breakthrough, know somebody that does, and. Or maybe you need an adjustment by God to persevere again, to start asking again. Can I just ask you to stand in a room? Stand online, even in your room right now, just to stand. Maybe you're standing for someone right now. Maybe you're standing for a son or a daughter or a grandchild to come to know Jesus, and you've grown weary in asking. I don't know. This is where that word, like they said, Elijah was just a man just like you and me. In other words, I think there were moments when he had to stand and say, wow, I don't know, Lord. I don't know what you're going to do. But look around the room. You're not alone. So if you know the person beside you, uh, link arms with them or something like that. If they're willing to, ask them first and we're going to pray. We're going to pray. Emma's going to pray. Yeah, you guys come on.
2: So Heavenly Father, you see everyone that's standing here right now, Father God. Holy Spirit, would you just invade us in those moments when we don't know what to do, that we would seek you first, that we would learn and train ourselves to fix our eyes on you, you, the author and the finisher, Father God that you see every need in this place, Father God, that you make a way where there is no way. Father God, where there are giants standing, taunting us, Father God, you make a way where there is no way. You go before us, you stand beside us, Father God. You surround us with your presence. You surround us like a shield, Father God. So I just pray right now, the helmet of salvation over every single one's head in the mighty name of Jesus, that these people would know who they are, that they would know whose they are, and that they would know every plan and purpose for their lives, Father God, as they seek you, first. Jesus, we thank you for the belt of truth that surrounds yeah. every waste in this room, Father God. Jesus, that your truth would reign and rule and reign in our lives. Father God, that as we seek you, we find you, Father God, because you are never far away. Lord Jesus, I just thank you for the word of God. I pray for a hunger for the word in the mighty name of Jesus that we would learn to seek out your truth in your word, Father God. For the blessed parade of righteousness, Father, that covers us. Father God, that keeps us safe. Jesus, that just keeps us to know whose we are that surrounds us. Father God, we thank you for the shield of faith that we're able to use, Father, when those fiery darts of the enemy come towards us. Jesus, that we would use those to block us, block those things out in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, we thank you for the sword that is the word, Father, that we would speak your truth over everything, Father your word your truth your plan your purpose for our lives father god and we thank you for the shoes of peace in the mighty name of jesus that every space and place that we walk into father god that your peace would go before us that we would leave puddles of peace when we leave father god jesus we just speak peace over every single situation right now i speak peace over troubled minds over situations over jobs over needs in the mighty name of Jesus, over physical healing in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, that you would have your way in us and in this place, Father God, that you would give us a boldness and a fierceness to speak your truth, to speak our testimony to others. Father God, that he would have an ear, that he who has an ear would hear what your Holy Spirit is saying and that we would have the boldness and the fierceness to speak that out in the mighty name of Jesus.
1: Hop up there.
0: We're gonna speak over things that there's people who have been waiting for things and you haven't got an answer and you've given up. And so we just pray for boldness right now. and We pray for hope in those situations, Father. We thank you that you are a God who answers prayer and that you hear us, Father, and you're not silent. So those situations that we have been waiting for, we pray for something to change. We pray for a breakthrough. We pray for a shift right now in the name of Jesus, where things were going one way, they're gonna turn around in the name of Jesus and go the other way thank you, Jesus, for a shift that's going to happen. And though there will be a shift in people's mind, Father, they will start believing, Father, and stop doubting in the name of Jesus. And for that person who is battling depression right now, we say that in the name of Jesus, that to break it in the name of Jesus, we speak against depression in the name of Jesus, against anxiety in the name of Jesus. We thank you that you're So we pray peace over those situations. In the name of Jesus, we thank you that you're a God who answers. We thank you that you're a God who answers, and we're going to keep asking. We're going to keep praying until something happens. We're going to pray until something happens. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Father. We hope you enjoyed this message from Horizon Church. To find your next step, visit horizonfam.ca. Have a great week.